0: Welcome to Not Your Enemy Speak Out Sessions with hosts Shannon Reynolds of Visionary Creative Concepts and Branding and Jared L. White, the man behind the creative brand Tim K Unlimited. Together they are the co-creators of the Not Your Enemy collections. The Not Your Enemy Speak Out Sessions are a forum to continue conversations amongst Black artists, creatives, and cultivators. We are excited for you to join our conversation. This is Not Your Enemy Speak Out Sessions.
1: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Enemy Speak Out Session. Shannon, what's up? How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: You know, it's Saturday. I'm just happy. It's fucking Saturday. This has been been the longest, shortest week ever. Oh, (laughs) Once again, we have another exciting and great episode for you guys today. We have one of my dearest and closest friends. I've known her now for 15 years. I've watched her grow into such a long time, such an amazing businesswoman. Um, She's an entrepreneur. She just launched one of her new business ventures um, for us, Hair Company. Give it up, my girl, Miss Danielle Fisher. How you doing?
2: Hey, good morning! Happy Saturday! I'm just as happy that it's Saturday as well. <laughs> I didn't realize it's been 15 years. That's a long time.
1: Yeah, that's Ooh. a long time. No, that was 2005. Wow! Right. And for everyone who don't know, we all went to Temple University, so you'll you'll see a theme with our shows with <laughs> all the Temple alums. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So Danielle, wow. tell us, tell us how you're doing. Tell you how you're feeling. What's going on?
2: I am doing well given the current state of the world. Um, very, very blessed of uh, trying to stay within my like peace and my zen zone. Um, but I, I am doing well.
1: Okay, okay, good. Please excuse the um ambulance that's flying by in New York here.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh how I miss the city.
0: <laughs> well, Daniel, you look great. Your hair is Thank popping. You. You're glowing. Thank you. Just want to give you all the flowers today. Thank <laughs> you. So you talked about it briefly, but how has 2020 impacted you? I mean, obviously,
2: climate's kind of crazy, but how has it impacted
0: you personally?
2: Um, so I think the same for most people. This year has been truly a roller coaster. Um, I'm blessed to say I, I, throughout it all, I've had more highs than lows, um, and I was just. Recently, yesterday, thinking about the year and and where I am in this year, as Jarrett mentioned, I launched a brand new business in the midst of a pandemic. And it really came from um, me being home. Like a lot of people, I was furloughed from my job. I was sitting like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? You know, these bills are still coming. How am I going to support myself? And it, it made me realize I'm so dependent on this one source of income. Um, what happens if that is taken away, just like it it was, you know, I had no, no expectation of that happening. Um, so being able to launch my business in that environment and just coming to the realization that I have these skills that have been given to me that I'm not utilizing that are a viable business and can be a viable source of income. And it's something that I love, um. It was eye opening. So, this year has been truly eye opening. Um, And I just think about it in a way, there's so much that has happened this year that's been out of my control. Mm -hmm. Um, It really grounded me and was like, all right, it really put me in a place like, all right, Lord, like I see what you're doing. I see that you are, you know, taking a lot of the outside factors and, and really making me realize that nothing happens outside of God. That he's fully in control of my life, no matter what goes on, no matter what happens, as long as I rely on him. It it all comes back to that for me. So this year has just really, really been eye-opening. Um, it's been a blessing. It has been a struggle. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it has been a struggle. And I'm just thankful to still be here.
1: Right. And that's so great that you you recognize, you acknowledge that it was a struggle and then so so much good has come out of that struggle. I think a lot of people don't take the time out to understand that you kind of have to go kind of, you have to go through that dark. you got to go through those bumps in order to get through to mm-hmm. the other side. You know, not your enemy it is a representation of that, of having those struggle moments and having that same nice. realization. You know, I, I think I've learned from you about Making, especially in recent years, about having multiple streams of income and looking into and investing in it. A lot of what I was telling you, Shannon, came from Danielle. To be to be honest with you, so she you know know, she's into um, uh, investing, and and you've always had Mm -hmm. that. First of all, you've been a hustler. You know how to (laughs) (laughs) move it, you know. And I've always been so um, impressed by that, and and just um, inspired by that, you know. And a lot of that. Energy came from this, so I, I thank you for um for that as well. Thank you. Um, yeah. You sw- I well, you sw- go, ahead.
0: Huh? go ahead, Jared.
1: No, no, I didn't want to jump into um. I I just wanted to talk about your new business. That's what I, I'm so excited to get into. Like, this, um, this, um, what what what's what was what's the mission behind for us?
2: So for us, um, as the name suggests, it's created specifically for Black women, for Black hair, for women who have Curly, coily textures. Um, our hair is very specific, and it's so important to us. Um, and there's so many people who have benefited benefited from our hair, um, and from the fact that this is is something that's so so important for Black women. So my goal in creating for us, um, I've I've been natural for a little over ten years. So I have been through it all. I've had like three big chops. I have tried every product in the book. I've looked at almost every YouTube video, tried all the hairstyles, all the techniques. And something that I found that always was a struggle for me and that frustrated me was that journey trying to find the right products or trying to find the right technique for my hair. Because we, um, I'll speak for myself, I, I went natural and I expected my hair to look like one thing. Mm. And then I started styling it right, and and watching those videos of girls that maybe had like a three C, three B, and I was like, yeah, I'm my hair is gonna look like that, and it doesn't. That's not my texture. That's not my curl pattern. Um, so that was a struggle for me to one accept my hair, and then two to find products that work for it that enhanced my curls and work with my texture and embrace my texture. So the mission behind Forest is just that. Um. To create products that work with your curl pattern, not against it, that don't manipulate the way it looks, but brings out the absolute best in your hair. Um, These are recipes. I started by launching recipes that I have used for over a decade. As I mentioned, when I started to struggle and spending all that money on different products, I was like, okay, let me start mixing up things at home. And I would combine products and add ingredients. And I found ways and products and created things that work best for my hair. And then I started giving them to friends and family and they work for their hair. So that's really the goal for me is to create products. Um, one that simplify the process because I'm a lazy natural. I do not like to use four products to get to a style. I like one thing, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Uh. And we're good to go. <laughs> you know, so my products, they are multifaceted in that way. You don't need four different products to do your twist out. You can use just the curl pudding. The oil is multi-purpose. You can oil your scalp. You can put it on your hair. You don't have to worry about it clogging the actual follicles of your hair. Um, So that's my goal, just to simplify that process for women of color and to really provide products that speak to the issues we have with our hair. Mm Tangled sidebar Dry. it's
1: for men too there's some men products for us Yeah. so let oils. me stop saying
2: women i'm sorry girl power you know i love <laughs> that i'm
1: just yeah
2: <laughs> but truly and honestly it is for black hair okay yeah. and if you have curly coily hair man woman child and everything in between it is for you it is for your curls it is for your coils um All of our products are hydrating. All of our products are made of natural ingredients. All of our products promote healthy scalp, healthy hair, healthy hair growth. Um, So thank you, Jared, for pointing that out because it's not just for the ladies. Right, because you know, some
1: people, I, you keep talking about the choppy hair lines, I keep and, and the um patchy beard. Yes, you know. it's
2: for your beard, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It can go on your face because it is natural. I, there's no chemicals in our oil, even um the preservatives that I've used are all natural as well. So they can go on your face. That's how gentle and natural the products are.
0: Man, I have so many questions. Only because say I've been on this natural hair journey for like ten years. Uh-huh. That was probably the easiest part of my life doing the chop because you don't got to really do much. but oh, it's the best. Yeah. Paying the money, trying out the products, understanding like I just now realized like what texture hair I had. I was like over here thinking I was like four A, three B. I'm like, that's not no, I'm four C. Yep. I'm a four C Same. <laughs> but people don't um it's very like common, especially in the hair care world, that everyone thinks they have a solution, but you really gotta do your research. And mm-hmm. hearing you kind of explain it makes me happy because I'm I'm gonna <laughs> try some or c is a thing. Um, yes. How? What is the most difficult part of starting the business? Because you kind of laid the foundation of why you started it, but what was mm-hmm. the most difficult part of it?
2: Um, so I think it's twofold specifically for, for for, us. Um it this is the second business I've started. So from starting two different businesses, one of the things that I've struggled with or that has been a struggle for both in, in they're in completely different industries has been doing your research and really um understanding your industry. So that has been a struggle for me. Um Being excited about starting your business, you want to jump in, you want to go, right? Mm -hmm. You want to take off running, you have your idea, you want to run with it, but really understanding your industry and taking your research to see what has already been done instead of reinventing the wheel Mm -hmm. and, you know, going beyond what you need or working harder than you need to, taking that time and really stepping back and saying, okay, this is what I want to do. Let me look at others who have done what I want to do and let me be a student first before I just take off and run with this business. Um, That has been a a struggle for me because I am like, my brain goes a mile a minute. So when I have an idea, I immediately want to get to work on it. And sometimes I'll start doing something and I'll get frustrated. And then I'll go back and I'll watch a video or I'll read a book. And I'm like, oh, I could have done it this way all along. So that's been a struggle, just slowing down, doing your research, understanding what you're doing. Um, Also, leaving room to grow. So. I am also a bit of a perfectionist, if it's it's something that I care about, I want it to be perfect, I will overthink it down to the smallest, tiniest thing to the point where I'm like, nope, I hate it. I don't want to do it. Um, So being okay with making mistakes as well, like no matter how much. You you try to plan. Mistakes are going to happen, and you you learn from those mistakes. So I think that's a struggle as well. That's been a hard part for me to be okay with making a mistake and starting with what you have and starting with what you can do. And not saying, oh, well, I know it's my hair care line. I was like, well, I don't have a shampoo recipe. How can it be a hair care line if it, it doesn't have a shampoo? And it's like, no. You start with what you have, and, and you perfect that, and then you will learn as you go. Um, So those have been the two struggles. And then also with forest, as I mentioned, these are recipes that I've always used, right? So there's no problem for me to whip them up in my kitchen, throw them in the fridge, use them when I need to. But in order to sell these products, there's a chemistry aspect to this. That has been a struggle. So for those out there that are starting cosmetic lines, um, who want to start any type of beauty line, pay attention in your chemistry class. Take some cosmetic chemistry because um, that has been a struggle. Okay, I have been in the kitchen and like I, you know what, Lord. Yeah, can you- can you talk
1: more about the, the chemistry part of it? Because I didn't even think about like you have to measure that stuff out. You can't just be like I'm gonna yeah. pour all the soybean oil in it. You gotta know. So can you talk? <laughs> more,
2: can you talk yeah, more about there there is um you know of course like you said there's measurements there's consistency. You want to every time I make a product, you want it to be the same across the board. Like I don't want to sell you an oil. One month, you're like, oh, it, it works. And the next month, you're like, mm, make my hair a little dry. So you have to be consistent in those formulas. And then, specifically, um, going back to the chemistry and preservatives, understanding what amount of preservative you can put in a product that will mm. actually preserve it and not be damaging to the skin and hair. Um, being able to convert those measurements, just coming up with the right formulas and understanding how certain things mix together. If I mix this product with this, is it going to have a reaction? Is it going to create something that I don't want it to create? So, that um, is an aspect of it that is all new to me. That I am still learning, I am still reading, I am investing time into learning that aspect of it. Gotcha.
1: And you said something else that I think is so helpful that you know, you know me, I overthink things down to the Mm -hmm. ground, you know, and and I think that has stopped me from doing things much quicker in my career. You know, how do you silence those, that inner narrative, you know, that sometimes can be negative or that inner saboteur? Like, how do you typically silence that to move forward? Because I know it has crippled me plenty of times.
2: Yeah. Um, So one of the things that I've gotten in the habit of saying to myself is leave room to grow. Right. Because if if you get if you do everything perfect the first time and it's where do you go from there? So that's something that I've said to myself. And then just as I mentioned, I um, have learned to just slow myself down and say, okay, you're struggling with this. What is it about this product or what is it about this label that is is stopping you? What's the what's the hold up? And then again, looking at people who have done what I'm trying to do and studying my industry and studying those who are, have been successful in the things that I'm trying to do. That's a way that I've been able to move forward and, and taking a look, not just at their successes, because that that can frustrate you too. So don't just look at the things that they did well, really go back and look at the products that they may have put out or the ventures that they started that failed and say, okay, well, let me see how they felt at this or let me see, am I doing the same things that they're doing? So that's one way that I've been able to kind of um, slow my brain down and, and really isolate the things that are bothering me or the things that I feel like, Oh, I don't like. like, what, what about this is, is being a hindrance to me or what is stopping me from moving forward and really isolating those thoughts and addressing them specifically instead of allowing them to overwhelm me. Beautiful.
0: I mean, you're just dropping so many gems today. Like,
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I when you. I say you learn through the struggle, it has been a struggle and I have
0: learned. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man. Every time we do these episodes, I just sit there. I'm like, I was, okay. All right. I'm listening to God because he's saying something to people. Um, <laughs> what? What piece of advice? Because you've been giving lots of it. Would you give somebody that's just starting out? I mean, you've kind of already said a lot, but mm-hmm. if starting out specifically because I know you said you have more than one business. But if they're just starting out a business, it doesn't have to be hair care. What would be a, an advice other than you've given? A lot? Um,
2: find a, if you if you can find a mentor. Um, I think that. Learning from someone else or, or having someone else even to bounce, I, even if it's not a mentor, even if it's someone that's like-minded, because like Jared mentioned, him and I have conversations all the time about we we're working on two separate businesses, but we talk about the things that we're working on that we're struggling with ways we are addressing those struggles, the ways that we are moving forward in our businesses, our successes. Have a mentor, have a partner, have someone that you can talk to when you're getting ready to start your business. Don't be afraid to bounce those ideas off of someone um, that way. Because sometimes we get stuck in our head. So we'll, we'll, like, we'll overthink that idea and like, no, that's not a good idea. I shouldn't do that. Or you can't get past whatever it is um, that's stopping you from starting that business. Have someone in your corner that you can talk to. A mentor is great if they're able to walk you through um, someone who has experience. So I think that's, you know, one advice I would give. And then two, also do your research, do your research, read, watch videos. Um, the more you know, the the better equipped you are to make decisions. And in starting your own business, you're going to have to make a lot of decisions so the more information you have, the more comfortable you'll be making those decisions. And then, um, again, leave room to grow. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time. Leave. Start with what you have. Do the best you can with what you have, and go from there.
1: You're right about uh, um, no days off. Hashtag no days
2: off when you start young. none. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Weekends. What are those,
1: <laughs> Daniel? Five years from now, where are we seeing Forrest? Where 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 are you gonna be? Where are your business Woo! going
2: to be? Um Forest will be in your local Target five years from now because Target is one of my favorite retailers and I'm claiming it now. Mm. So that you will be able to purchase Forest. Um Forest will be a staple because again, Forest products are not just for one thing you'll buy that curl put in and you'll use it to lay down your edges you're going to use it for your twist out so it'll become a staple in five years um also the brand is expanding i'm already thinking of ways to expand it so i've started with just the signature collection which are the recipes that i have used and enhanced and mastered over the last 10 years Um, but i'm also looking to add different products again to address specific concerns that not only I have, that I hear from other uh, men and women and children who have natural hair. So we will expand into um, shampoos, hair accessories, because hair tools are just as important as the products that you use on your hair. Um, I would also like to expand into education, um, educating young men and young women about their hair. Because just like you mentioned, Shannon, when you go, I, I mean, now it's it's a lot better than it was 10 years ago. There's more information. But when you go natural um, all the time, you don't know what your curl pattern is. You don't know why it matters what curl pattern you have. You don't know um, how using a certain comb affects your hair. So I would love to get into in five years also just educating black people about their hair i want us all to love our hair and not just to wear it in a natural state however you choose to wear it whether you're wearing a wig whether you've got a, a, a number one from the barber i want you to know your hair love your hair and be able to do whatever you want to do with it and be comfortable in that
1: that's so that's so dope and and the reason why earlier i was i mentioned men i know that we have it so much easier we can just go to the barber and just but mm-hmm. with me and lockdown and not being able to go to the barber i was seeing me i was seeing my face look different because my hair was growing and i wasn't yeah. used to it growing out so i wasn't using it growing out at all and i would go to my mom's house she'd looking like what the fuck is going on with <laughs> your hair like and i and i would be like i don't know and i have no idea and you know you were one of the people who were no the only person who was like, no, Jared, this is what you can do. And having conversations with people. I remember I went out to just to the bar and someone told me about four seat hair having, I didn't have no idea that there were different. I thought it was, I'm a black person. We all got the same type of hair. But, and once I learned that it kind of opened my eyes to this whole world. So, you know, I, I know that men, we don't have the same uh, struggles, at, or not all of us, but it's still it's still a bit of a journey for me, you know. Still just trying mm-hmm. to understand, well, why is it looking like this today, but didn't look like this yesterday? Or yeah. you know, I just got a, finally got a, a fresh shape up for the first time, and it really just changed the way my hair looks because I was an act of that ass. I, I asked, she was like, should I be getting it cut? And you're like, yes, yeah, sure, you should be getting it <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know, <laughs> right, like just let
2: it grow. No, be wild. <laughs> um. And it's yeah. a it's an ongoing learning experience um, because my hair over the years, my texture has changed. Yeah, I have more than one texture. Um, so it, it's never like, oh, I know my hair. I know I'm a 4C. I know this product works for me. No, it's an ongoing experience. And being able to really pay attention to your hair and how it responds is just something that comes with time and just embracing your hair.
0: So many, I mean, talking about hair for me is like, fun because I can sit here and say that you're right you have to learn your hair because something that worked five years ago my hair I was like "Ooh, this is great and then like mm-hmm. I after taking out my crochets and it's like yeah. it, it doesn't look the same so I feel like education is key because like it was it took me looking at a bunch of YouTubes it took me trying and I feel like the younger generation I talk to my cousins my younger cousins all the time and it makes me sad because they're not comfortable wearing their natural hair. They don't understand it. It's like, oh, I just want my hair straight. And it's like, or if they look at a picture and they're like, this is how I want my hair. I'm like, how do you explain to a 10-year-old that it's like, well, your hair may not look like that because that's not your texture. And so I think that it's so beautiful that you're, you're, you're thinking about the educational piece because I feel like that needs to be an educational piece very early. But so you just mm-hmm. learn to love your hair and take care of your hair as it is. Um, because when you get older, it's like, then the frustration sets in. Then it's like, <sighs> I you don't have the old time, old right? Old.
2: right? The older you get, you don't have all that, you know, we, we have less time to invest in our hair. And I think that's a really good point. And it's interesting how, um, there's been a change. Cause I feel like at one point there was like a flux, like everybody's going natural. And now we're kind of back to like, no, nah, we want to not, perms aren't making a comeback as far as I know. Yeah, but again, the more um, straight hair we want straight hair. Even if our hair is braided now, we want it laid mm-hmm. down. We don't want a curl showing. You know, no frizz. So it's it's interesting the waves of the trends that our hair um, goes in. And and for all the the little black kids, like our hair is magic. We can do anything. It can stand straight up on our heads. We can lay it fried, dyed, laid we can do anything with our hair. And as long as you know that, that that's enough for me. If I can, in five years, instill that into or have an, um, a platform to share that with young Black people, young Black children, young Black men and women, um, that's enough for me. As long as you know your hair is magic and it can do anything you want it to.
1: That's, that's so beautiful, Danielle. And I don't know where else to go from here, but where can... Oh, you do. I do I want to? I want to talk about this. Like,
0: I talked about it early on, and I was waiting till the end to talk about it because I think it's important. I think as artists, we need to talk about it more. Is having multiple sources of income. I I lost my job, and I was like, "What am I gonna do with myself?" Right. Um, <laughs> I just had a baby. Like it was, and I it took me to that point because I someone had told me she was in HR like two, two years before, like never had one stream of income. And I was like, ah, whatever, like, you know, I kind of put it in the back of my head and then it happened and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So never again will I ever have one stream of income. and It's not that I'm not passionate about one or the other. I just feel mm-hmm. like it's in a place, especially um, as a group of minorities that you mm-hmm. just have to, be prepared for anything and everything and not one source is I feel like the biggest lesson we can teach anybody so Mm
2: -hmm. I just want to touch on that in a larger context because man it's important and it's a lesson better learned before you need it just like you said you and I we learned that lesson kind of in the same position like okay now I see why it's important to have multiple streams of income that's a lesson that's better learned before you need it um and, and I think, too, you hear that and you're thinking, like, well, how am I supposed to have multiple streams of income? That's not to say that you're going to have $400,000 streams of income. No, one may only bring in two or $3,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Another one may bring you $20,000 a year, but it all adds up. Mm-hmm. So no stream of income is too big or too small. Like, no idea you have if you want to sell decorated popsicle sticks. Sell your decorated popsicle sticks. Mm-hmm. That's a source of income. And I think that's a part of it too, as creatives, we tend to downplay. I know I do. I, I tend to downplay the things that I do. I'm like, oh, it's just a little thing. Like eh. I mean, I've I've been making hair care products for 10 years and I'm just starting my business because I downplayed it. It's like, oh, these are just little things I whip up in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. Carol's daughter literally started in her kitchen and is one of the biggest, most well-known brands. So we Mm -hmm. tend to downplay our gifts. We tend to downplay our side hustles, whereas no, that side hustle, that's a source of income. Pursue it, nurture it, grow it. Um, And it's so important, again, because at any given time... That one source of income, just like with this pandemic, there's so many people who have lost their jobs, who are not able to find jobs. Again, I was sitting in my house like, all right, um, I know we get an unemployment check and all, but this doesn't cover my bills.
0: Right.
2: This doesn't cover my my cost, my basic cost of living. So that's a lesson. And I guess we cannot stress it enough. If you are cleaning tennis shoe strings or sneakers, you guys say sneakers, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a, you know, that could be a source of income. No, no idea is too big or too small to be a source of income for you. Pursue it. Um, somebody made billions of dollars off of pool noodles. Like anything you can think of, pursue it and start with what you have. It doesn't right. have to be perfect.
1: Start where you have and start where you are. I think I think the issue is that we're not teaching this to children at an earlier age. We're not teaching mm-hmm. this in college as much as we should be. Um, and it's just those are the things that those systems that have been put in place to not let us think outside the box. And, you know, and like you said, we constantly hold ourselves down. And I've been doing style and fashion now for over five years and now just now stepping into this rhythm mm-hmm. of, oh, well, I can do this and make some money off of it. But I think yep. the, the most important thing is, is doing that work and staying consistent. You know, because that's know your, mm-hmm. know your
2: worth. Know your worth. Because again, we'll do these things. Like, we'll, Jared, I call you all the time. I'm like, does this go together? What do you think about this? Can you <laughs> help me with this? But again, know your worth. People are getting paid to do just that, and I think again, like we we just downplay the things that we do, and it's like, oh, nobody's going to pay me to clean their tennis shoes. Yes, they are. People have started whole businesses on cleaning tenants. People have started businesses on making anything under the sun. So don't downplay your your gifts. Don't downplay your interests because your interests can become sources of income and know your worth and add tax.
1: Ooh, thanks
2: i love that i love that
1: yeah and add tags. all
0: yes. of it uncle sam is coming yeah yes. 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 yes.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh oh. <laughs> great um danielle where can people find us? where can they find it what are your what are your social handles your website let, let people know where they can find yeah. it
2: okay so website um www.forest f-o-r-e-s-s hair um that's where you can purchase and see all of our products um feel free to reach out if you have questions like i'm happy to answer questions about the products it's actually what really gets me excited um and then we are on instagram at forest hairco.com again that's f-o-r-e-s-s facebook as well um i am considering a twitter i am not a big tweeter like i'm not i i'm i'm working on it but i'm i'm considering it because again i love to answer the questions about the products and i love to hear feedback i love to hear what things are we struggling with with our hair these days like what what do we um what are we looking for from our hair care line? So I'm considering that. Keep your eyes out for our our Twitter account, but definitely check us out on Instagram and Facebook, as well as visit our website. Reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to you about the products if you have questions. Perfect, perfect, perfect,
1: Danielle. We thank you so much for joining us. This was, this was such a great conversation. We really wish you nothing but the best. I know I'm super, super duper thank proud of you. Thank you. This oh, that
2: made me cry. I, thank you so much for having me.
1: <laughs> this, this is great.
0: You're great. I'm, I'm going to just say right now, you talk about education. I see like a hair care forum that you're going to be leading. I'm I would keep, all that. Coming. There you go,
2: Shannon. Plant those seeds. Thank Here you. <laughs> thank
0: you. I'm excited.
1: Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another amazing episode. We'll be back with, with some more stuff in the future. This was a Notch and Enemy Speak Out session. Yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Not Your Enemy Speak Out Session. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at VisionaryCCB and WhoIsTimK. Interested in purchasing apparel? Visit VisionaryCCBstore.com. Until next time, step out, step in, and step up.